Welcome to week three of the World Cup preview review on the Undrafted with your host, Double S. How are you, mate? Extended. You're keen, mate. You're happy, aren't you? Yeah, very, very, very happy. Massive win on the weekend. Massive. Cracker win Monday morning. Sunday, uh, Sunday uh, afternoon in England. That's right. Yeah. I'm great anyway, by the way. Um, how are you, Oracle? All right? I'm perfect. My, well, my nation's uh, getting close to sealing a second... Quarterfinal f- berth. Yeah. Um, Lebanon. Won a massive game on the weekend against Ireland. A lot of doubts going into the game. Yeah, because Luke Curie and uh, they had a lot of NRL and Super League talent. Plus Dewey or plus Dewey. Dewey. And plus Dewey. But how good is your boy? Your boy, Carla Dragid. He's, uh, he's a great player. I told you he's a good player. He so stepped we up. Can, we he can fuck Flanner off now, yeah? <laughs> Too early? Jesus Christ. Not yet. Um, Transfer rumours. You heard it here first. Carl Rajab, yeah, man. What a what a player. What a game he had. He linked well with Moses. It was a physical game. Like There were three Simbins in that game. Yes, there was. And Ireland really got in their faces. And Lebanon stood up. Like, credit to them. They could have folded. Because they didn't have a bigger pack. No, we didn't. But you know what? They used their backs. The forwards did their jobs. And the backs turned that up. The link between the spine was awesome. Oh, I'm loving Jacob Kiraz at fullback. Kiraz, what a, what a talent. Another young talent. It's great signs, man. It's a great signs for Lebanon. The only downer here right now is uh, I think we're versing Australia in the quarterfinals. So it's okay as long as we make it to the quarterfinals, we'll be right. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there because we want to respect Jamaica as well. Yes, let's respect Jamaica. Okay, congratulations, Jamaica! They scored their first try ever in a World Cup. Congratulations, Jamaica! Against New Zealand. Like, they scored against New Zealand. They didn't score against bloody Ireland or Wales or Cook Island. They scored against the favourite. Yes, they did. I know they got pumped, but, man, that's awesome to score against them. What was the final score in that game? Who cares? That's not the point. The point is we're celebrating Jamaica scoring against the favourite. Wait, but truth is, if you were uh, the New South Wales coach at the moment, looking at that Australian edge, wouldn't you be fuming? Fuming? Josh Adekar, either Latrell or Matt Burden. Josh Adekar scored four tries on the Is weekend. that the edge or is there more to the edge? <laughs> I didn't care about the rest of it. Josh Adekar scored four tries on his own on the weekend. It was against bloody Scotland, yeah? What, he couldn't do that against Queensland? Oh, look, man, I, I understand where you're coming from, all right? But they expected to do that against a team like that. What Adakar has brought to Australia, 100% we missed out for the Blues. I think Freddie would pick him, in hindsight. Fair enough. Because the X factor that he brings to the game, no one's got that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The unpredictability of Josh Adakar, we 100% missed that. But yeah, Australia's benefiting, and far out. Did you see that try with him and Burden? Yeah. Interesting England, yeah. They had a tough game. I knew they were going to have a tough game against France, because France aren't easy beats. They won 42-18, I get that. But France were in the hunt there. Yeah. They really gave it to England. Um, You're forgetting. France has one of the best defensive coaches to ever coach. Best coaches? Yeah. Trent Robertson's helping out. So, obviously, they're getting advice off him and they're, they're really listening to what he's bringing to the team because they look like a solid team. If they had a few more NRL players, and that's the same with Lebanon, if they had a few more NRL guys that play week in, week out, obviously, it's the best competition in the world. Yeah. 
you'd see them go to another level, I reckon. But England, Radley came out and said they're going to win the World Cup. They're going to win the World Cup. That's a bold statement. Well, if he stays fit and out of trouble, they've, they've got a chance. But I have my doubts. I don't have my doubts with them against, say, New Zealand, but I have my doubts against Australia. I don't see how they can beat Australia. I really don't. They'll be good. They'll be competitive like they always are against Australia. But I don't, can you see them beating Australia? Our forward pack and our strike power is just way too good. Radley would be an Australian team if he chose to play for Australia. Let's be real here. He'd be somewhere in that Australian team, I reckon. Well, he wouldn't choose England if he didn't think that um, he was going to make Well, he Well, I don't think he was going to start for Australia. And I don't think he was going to start for New South Wales. I think that was his whole issue there as well. He would be a bench player. He gave them their chances. They never picked him. That's very true. I I mean, Australia is a bit unfortunate because of COVID. But New South Wales, 100%. But again, it's a bit unfortunate because he got injured one year. He was suspended last year. This year, they should have picked him. This year, they put him in the squad second game. I don't understand why they didn't play him or play him in the third game. I really don't understand that. Because that was it. If he played for New South Wales, he can't play for England, can he? No. There you go. I think they'll they'll give it to Australia. I just, I just don't see where they can beat them. Like, if the game's on the line, we've got more match winners than they do. Well, they do. Tonga? No one's really talking about them, but they've won two from two. They beat Wales on the weekend. They conceded the first try, didn't they? They did. They've got a lot of NRL talent, so they've got no excuses. Yeah, 100%. They've got a good team, and they're just really flying under the radar. No one's really noticing them. It's probably good for them, because last World Cup, they were the centre of attention. That's true. I think they lived up to it, but I reckon they're a bit happier that no one's really taken notice. That's true. Um, Samoa did well this week. Samoa's back on track. I think we said that too. We, we, I mean, everyone. I know everyone reacted. It was a really shocking performance last week yeah. against England, but I think we knew they'd come good. Yeah, they'll go into the quarterfinals. So, do you reckon they could beat France? Are they versing France this week? Yeah. Hmm. It's a big game for them. I think the way they play this week, if they just win, that's not going to be good for their confidence going into the quarterfinals. All right, but if they pull in a solid performance against, obviously, uh, a French team that's tough. They've got nothing to lose, France. I mean, it's the winner goes to a quarterfinal. Do you know which player I'm liking in this World Cup? The 14 for France. It gives me that Ennis Josh Reynolds grubby vibe. Eloy Pelissier. Oh, this bloke. Yeah, the, it starts with a P. Yeah, that one. Eloy Palacio. He's been getting into a lot of people's faces. No, oh, they need that. They need players like that. You can't back down in these games because, you again, you're walking in and there's a team you're not meant to beat or compete with. So you're already behind the eight ball there. You've got to step up. I mean, like I told you, France has really impressed me this, this World Cup. The team that I expected a lot more from this year was um, Greece. you got, like, Lachlan, Ilias and... Peter, the number nine from South, and Billy Mangulius. Like, as if you, you haven't tried to do something. I know that you're in a hard group, but at least attempt to do something. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I probably thought they'd be a bit better. A bit better. I don't think they were going to beat Samoa, but I thought that first game against France, I thought it'd be a lot closer. And then again, it's their first World Cup. I feel like we're going to be seeing Malta in the next one. Possibly. 
But I think Grace is going to be there again, I reckon. And they're going to have even more players coming through. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I'm with you. But uh, then again, it's a good experience for them all. They should have pulled Brave Nassi out of retirement. It wouldn't have hurt. I reckon um, when Steve Georgialis retires, he's going to be taking over the coaching role. Yeah, possibly. Before we go into a break, uh, you want rumour mill? Yeah. You have rumours. You're I'm now taking over Buzz's job. Yeah, i got a few rumours. What's, um, the, what's the buzz? Well, Uncle Gus Philgould has been recruiting this week. He's recruited a, a big Titan pl- uh, forward from Q Cup, Mr. Booth. And he's recruited uh, Rusa Sassini Physio... Mr. Tuma. And uh, the big rumour mill is um, Newcastle Knights and Whole FC have agreed to terms to um, send Jake Clifford overseas. Newcastle Knights are still chasing Luke Brooks pretty hard. Big moves. Big movements happening still. Do you have any rumours yourself? Me? No, no rumours. I just have a prediction. What is it? I think Anthony Griffin's going to get sacked very soon. Very soon, Anthony Griffin will be sacked. That's the same Georgia Loire's coach. Yep. I think they're going to sack him. Do you reckon Ben Hunt will walk if he goes? I don't think Ben Hunt's walking for him any amount of money, to be honest. He tried to get that in his contract. They said, hell no. I Who said, the hell no, the, the Dragons? Yeah, no way. It's, it's rubbish. That's a rubbish uh, request. I just don't see how this guy can regroup after what's happened in the off-season. I don't get how you have three players out of 30 come to a team presentation. But not only that, players were asking for releases. Young players, remember? I know they've changed their minds now, but there was a reason why they wanted releases in the first place. Now, they've changed their minds because the Dragons have told them something. Yes, they have. Surely. Like, don't tell me that the the Dragons, they convinced themselves, oh, you know what, I'm going to work hard for this. That's bullshit. They've said something to them. Isn't Flano available by now? Well, he's going to join Manly. And he's going to have a pretty senior role. At Manly. Well, I don't think Seabold's going to be quitting England. Oh, so he didn't accept the role. No, no. He's accepted the role, but he's not going to quit England until the World Cup finishes. Oh, when's the World Cup? I'm pretty sure it's in November next year, the Rugby World Cup. So it'll be after the season. But there's commitments right now with England. I think he'll be allowed to go back to... I think he'll be allowed to go to Manly, um, maybe in January. But by then, you need someone to start running... I mean, fuck, it's the end of October. <laughs> Pre-season starts next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so they've got to get someone in to start training, right? Because they've sacked all the other stuff anyway. I think um, they'll be all right in the end. I really do think they'll be all right. Everyone's against them, but... Manly's owned by J- uh, Hugh Jackman, just like Southie's owned no, by no, Russell no, no, Crowe. No, 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 no. They're owned by Scott Penn. Okay. So yeah, Hugh Jackman doesn't have any ownership. No, no. Look him up. Scott Penn is a good guy. Uh, we'll be back and uh, we'll uh, give you our tips for week three. Sweet. All right, round three of the 2021-2022 World Cup. 2021-2022. Whatever the hell it is. Anyway, New Zealand versus Ireland. First game. New Zealand's winning this one. You don't even give up. No, I'm joking. Um, England, Greece. England's winning this one. Fiji, Scotland. Fiji's winning this one. Australia, Italy. Um, this is going to be a blowout. 
You might Italy. even you might even get a run. Oh, uh, for Italy. <laughs> yeah, Lebanon versus Jamaica. Lebanon, surely, right? Uh, Tonga versus Cook Islands. Tonga. Samoa, France should be a good game. Um, Samoa. I think Samoa is all about by twelve. Oh, up. I'll match it by one more. Last game, PNG versus Wales. PNG. Yep. It's a pretty straightforward round, to be honest. And then we're on to the big games, which I can't wait for. So, what's the deal here? If your country or your nation makes the finals, does that mean you've automatically made the next World Cup or do you have to compete again to qualify? If you make quarterfinals, yeah. you've qualified for the next World Cup. That's cracker. Yeah. I like that. If you don't... Does, does you that apply again for soccer as well or no? No, soccer's, soccer's different. Oh, I love the the Rugby League World Cup. It's not that big, that's why. There's not many teams. Hopefully it gets to a stage where we've got a lot of teams. That'd be awesome. I reckon they'll be adding one more team next next World Cup. They're really on Malta, aren't you? Yeah. What are you, their physio or something? Or no, 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 no. What are you, coaching them now? Uh, if they need someone, I'll, I'll go up. Sure you would. Um, what have you learned today? Oracle, not much. Not much. Just trust in the process. We were worried that Lebanon was going to have a hard game against Ireland. Yep. There were some hard periods in that game, but we came out on top. Wise, wise words. Trust your coach. Trust in Checker. Yeah. He's a good man. But anyway, that's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, thanks, Oracle. No worries. Anytime. We're still going. We are. We've got three more weeks and then we'll be signing off. Maybe not. Why? What would happen after the World Cup? You'll find out. Take care, everyone. Enjoy the games if you can. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>